Welcome to the Radio Plasma Podcast, a space dedicated to the exchange of ideas, conversations, stories, music, performances, and randomness. Listen at radioplasma.com. Also, we are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn, and Stitcher. I'm your producer and host, Johan Rashi Vega. Today, we're going to talk about preservation, history, art, community. Today, I want to welcome John Feidenkevis from Mater Dolorosa. John, thank you for being here and welcome. Thank you. We are talking about an important building that is not just a physical structure. It is part of the history of our city and many more things involved and part of the structure and its meaning. So let us know a little bit about Mater Dolorosa. Hey, Mari de la Rosa Church was uh, constructed in 1901. It's a 116-year-old church. Uh, it was constructed by the uh, Polish immigrants who came to uh, Hoyoke to better their life. Um, they felt uh, a great sense of pride in community, a great sense of pride in their faith. So they uh, donated 12% of their pay to construct what you see now today as Mari de la Rosa Church. They, they made it their home, and for, the, for 116 years, it was their home. Uh, in June of 2011, the church was closed by the Roman Catholic Diocese of Springfield. For the past six years now, we've, uh, there was an appeal to Rome, but the appeal has, uh, the appeal has been um, settled in Rome, and they, they favored in the closure and the merger with Our Lady of the Cross Parish up on Sycamore Street in Holyoke. But uh, my, my society, the Mata de la Rosa Church Preservation Society, was formed in uh, hopes of per, uh, purchasing the church to preserve it and open it up as a cultural center for the whole entire community of uh, Hoyoke, Mass. This preservation society, the Mata de la Rosa Church Preservation Society, it is now looking up to purchase the structure to make it this new cultural center. How, how did you organize to make this society? Well, there's still a, a large amount of former parishioners of the, the parish who don't wish the church to be destroyed. Right now, the church is uh, slated to be demo, uh, demolished on October 1st. Uh, we're currently in negotiations with the Diocese of Springfield for the purchase of the church. Uh, we're, we're awaiting a, an answer from them. We haven't heard back from them. It's been a couple of weeks now. But we are uh, excited to work with them and Our Lady of the Cross Parish to get this cultural center up and running and, and really get involved with the community. One of the aspects about this decision of demolishing the, the building, it is because apparently no one cares about Mar Dolorosa, which is not true. That is correct. Uh, we were just... Uh, at the Celebrate Hoyoke this weekend, you know, it's a three-day-long event, and we collected over 500 signatures of people who uh, expressed their opinions and want to see the building saved. I believe that's uh, just, that was just in 12 hours, so just imagine how many people are out there that didn't go to Celebrate Hoyoke who have the same feelings. And amazingly enough, what really surprised me and what gave me a lot of enthusiasm was the fact that it was not just the Polish community who wants to see this. We had people of all walks of life, all faiths, all denominations, all cultural backgrounds. When they saw the beauty of the interior of the church, they were, it was all the same. Why would anybody want to tear down this structure? And uh, I, I agree with them. You know, 
in today's world with a lot of uh, hate and, and things going on, beauty is getting lost. And if we lose this, we lose it forever. And too many things that were uh, works of art inside the city of Hoyoke are, are, be, are gone. And they're, once they're gone, they're gone forever. So right now, and most particularly for the Polish representation in the city of Holyoke, what is the meaning, the connection, the feelings towards this building? Well, for the Polish people, it's it's their second home. It's where they um, baptized their, their newborns. It's where they came together to, um, you know, to lay people to rest, to get married, to just grow spiritually people aren't ready just to see that go by the wayside they you know if they really want to uh, preserve this structure they're willing to put up the money to work hard and to make this building what it wants greater than ever it's been so at this point what it takes to start this phase of creating a cultural center in Marlo Rosa it will be First of all, to purchase the building. Yes, that's correct. That's and, the first step. And that is right now what you are waiting in order to have that approval, what it takes in order to get right now that opportunity to purchase a building. Well, the biggest thing is the funding. There's a lot of disbelief, uh, on the, in my opinion, on the diocese part that the funding is there. The funding is there. We, uh, we've been working with a lot of different organizations, not just in Hoyoke, New York City. We've, we've actually been in contact with the uh, studio recording manager at Carnegie Hall. Um, we have gotten contacts from professors from the University of Alabama who are, um, they, they specialize in African music. We've heard from other people who do opera. A Polish cellist from Amherst College, Ignacy, he, um, he expressed his interest in performing at the uh, Mata de la Rosa Cultural Center. We also, you know, welcomed, you know, the Dan Kane singers to come and perform. And they were said, absolutely, the acoustics in that building are just so fantastic. It, it, you can't buy those acoustics, we were told. And, and I believe it. we're ready to put on some really good performances there. As a matter of fact, now that you mention um, the cellist player, Ignazi, I remember that it was because of a presentation that he had at Gateway City Art. It was a, a way to, first of all, to enjoy a live performance of beautiful music, in not only by, by himself, but a group of cello performers. In order to create this awareness of how beautiful it will be to have events of this sort in a place that is properly designed to enjoy this type of music with the historical context, with the arts, and to offer the opportunity for people to come together and enjoy music and many other different cultural activities. And I believe this is a really great effort by Vitek Kruta because he had some pictures of the interior of Mare Dolorosa for the audience to enjoy and appreciate and have this connection of the music you just heard is intended to be enjoyed in a place like this. Yeah, that's correct. Vitek, uh, I was lucky enough to, to meet with Vitek, and I actually went with him for a tour of the interior of the church. It was his first time seeing the interior of the church, and his reaction was the same as uh, mine every time I go in it. It was just he's beautiful, fantastic. 
He said it was a very fine example of old world architecture and design. You can see the Polish influence. The, the outside of the building, it's a brick structure. It was to influence what the mill workers were, were doing in the city at the time. So it's a, a basic brick structure. But it's the interior where they really put their um, cultural background into every nook and cranny of that church. The frescoes on the ceilings, the details on the columns, the marble columns. Um, that's what made it their own. But this is bigger now than just the Polish community. I think one thing that is the essence that Mata Della Rosa was, was the welcoming of anybody who was willing to come inside its doors. And Mata Della Rosa, um, when we open it up as the cultural center, will be just that, a place for anybody, Polish descent or any descent, to come be welcomed in its doors. Has the city showed support, interest, ideas towards this initiative? Yes, uh, the diocese actually went for the, for the demolition permit and the uh, mayor, uh, Alex Morris, signed it to the Historical Commission to look into this building because it is over 100 years old. And the Historical Commission found that uh, the demolition delay for six months uh, should be you know, instituted. Um, they did that, and they've been trying to work with uh, us in the diocese to see if we can come up with a compromise to save this structure because the city does feel that this uh, is a significant part of Hoyoke's history, and um, it, it would be a shame to alter the skyline of, of Hoyoke. So it's important to keep reminding the date, October 1st, as the established date for the demolition of the building. Yes. And how can the public help to prevent this to happen? Well, we need um, as many volunteers as we can get. It's going to take a lot of work, a lot of hard work from uh, every, everybody involved. We, are, we also, if anybody wants to, to pledge money to the... Uh, uh, Mata Della Rosa Church Preservation Society, that all that money is to be used for the preservation of the church. Uh, we're, like I said, we're a nonprofit group. We're incorporated with the Commonwealth of Mass. All, anything we, we get in donations will go 100% back into the preservation and making the church better than it ever was. You're listening Radio Plasma. And we want to listen to your feedback. Let us know your thoughts, ideas, suggestions, comments, requests, people or matters that you would like to hear about in this space. You can contact us on our website, radioplasma.com, and through our social media channels, Twitter, Radio Plasma Lab, and facebook.com slash radioplasma. When we were talking previous to be here today, you were mentioning uh, a lot of important connections that you have personally with this building and its meaning. Could you share some of that? Uh, my, my, great, my grandmother came here uh, when she was two years old. She came through Ellis Island. And uh, her parents, when they came to the city, they were not only looking for work, but they were looking for a place to, you know, call home spiritually. And Mata Della Rosa um, filled that void from, you know, from Poland. They, the, the Polish community was there. It was it was like a home to them, very welcoming, and and a lot of Polish people are the same way, uh, you know that that's what drew them to Mata Della Rosa. Uh, I'm fifth generation in this church, my my uh, children are sixth generation from the parish, 
now that it's closed, you, you get a kind of a sense of uh, lost, being lost. So, you know, it, that aside, we can, you know, help grow by preserving the building and, and preserve that, um, everything that our past ancestors have worked for. They would have wanted it this way. If the church is not going to be a church, Let's keep the structure open to show everybody what they intended it to be um, and exactly what they wanted, a place that was like a second home for everybody who's coming in from over from distant lands. Knowing that you are mentioning this as a place that was home, a spiritual home, it's also part of the history, part of the legacy that Holyoke has as a city of an influx of immigrants that shaped and made what it is today. So it is really important, really meaningful that everybody in the community helps and support the preservation of this building. Yeah, I agree 100%. You know, I think it's very important to, uh, to know where you come from in order to, to know where you're going. People of all different types of cultures, when they when they hold on to their cultures, that's a big, big meaning to them, and it's it's very important to um, to grow as a person. You know, as you as you grow older, to know exactly where you came from and retain those that sense of uh, culture and, and belonging. You were present at Celebrate Holyoke during yes. this uh, last weekend of August and. Is there any other activities or plans that you have now that uh, October 1st is approaching to keep spreading the word about the society? Yes, this Thursday, August 31st, um, we will be having a meeting at the Pope John Paul Center just behind the church. It's an informational meeting to the community. Anybody who wants to come who's interested in just learning about what we're about, what, we, what we're planning on doing, is more than welcome to attend and ask any questions uh, they would like to ask. Uh, if you want to get involved, it would be a great time to do it. We, we, we'll welcome anybody who's, uh, who uh, wants to give us uh, any type of help. If people want to get in touch, want to see and learn a little bit more about Mar del Rosa itself and the work that you're doing as the society, the Preservation Society, is there any place online that they can look at? Yes, right now we have a, an established Facebook page. It's the Mata de la Rosa Church Preservation, of, uh, Preservation Society of Hoyoke, Inc. Um, we also have a, an email address, and we can get in contact with us. That's the uh, mdchps at gmail.com. So and we're pretty responsive, so it goes right to, to my phone personally. So I'll respond to anybody who uh, has any questions. But October 1st is approaching quick. I'm looking past October 1st. I, I really am. I, I, I believe this is going to be a, a good, good thing that the diocese is going to um, work with us. I, I don't believe that they don't have an intention not to work with us. We're just awaiting from, for them to see how we can come to common ground on the purchase of this building. And another interesting opportunity to learn more about Mar Dolorosa is to attend a tour that Robert Camon is going to be offering on September 9th. And for people who remember, Robert Camon is also the person who did the tour of the canals 
And with all his knowledge about the history of buildings and the history of Holyoke in general, he will be offering this tour on the outside. Unfortunately, there is no uh, nowhere right now to see the interior, but at least it will be a perfect opportunity to know more in detail about the history of Mario Dolorosa. And of course, being involved and helped and support the preservation of this important historical and meaningful building, part of the history of Holyoke. One thing I'd like to add too, you know, in this building, the people that, that came here to construct this building, they sent, they had a sense that they needed this church so much that they put their own sweat into it as well. The people who worked in the mills, when they got done with work, They went and they actually dug the, the foundation of this church by hand. They, they put their blood, sweat, and tears into this church, and they gave it to the Diocese of Springfield for $1. In return, that this church would be a place of worship for generations to come. Well, that right now that is not the case. You know, the merger has happened. The, the new parish has been established. But we can, you know, honor their, their hard work and their traditions by preserving this building and making it more than what they wanted it. They wanted it for their own traditions. What I envision the Mata de la Rosa Cultural Center as being as a place where the Irish, the French, the Latinos, the Polish can come together and we can all learn about everybody's culture. Christmas time is a big time for, for the Polish community. It'd be nice to know what kind of traditions other cultures have. It'd be a great place to display those types of things and other special holidays throughout the year. But also, it would be a nice place to, to learn about classical music, sacred music, and who knows, the sky's the limit, it really is. So. I really hope the community will support this effort. We're looking forward to getting in there and getting the work done and uh, start getting out, getting out there in the community and helping out. Well, John, thank you so much for the effort, the commitment you have on getting this awareness spread out and also for sharing this, this information with us. I think is like I said, and I can cannot reiterate it enough, it is important to preserve what represents the history legacy. And many people right now, I'm thinking about younger generations, newcomers into the city. They don't know what is inside. And, and that, that was one thing at Celebrate Hoyoke that was amazed, amazed a lot of people. People drive by that structure all day, and it looks just like a plain, ordinary structure. But when they saw the interior photos of that church, wow, they were just mesmerized. We didn't even know this was here. Back in June of this year, we actually had a visit from the Polish Consul General of the Republic of Poland. He is the uh, highest Polish official in the Northeast. And his job is to aware, uh, make Polish awareness, people aware of the Polish culture. He came into the church and he said, this is an unbelievable you know, depiction of Polish culture. He wants to work alongside with the Polish uh, Mata Rosa Preservation Society to bring the culture from Poland 
when they come and tour this country, make it a destination spot for them to do their presentations. So whether it be about the Holocaust and all and all of all everything, the atrocities that went on with that, or whether it be about uh, Polish culture, their music, their dance, uh, he wants to bring that message to Hoyoke. And when the Polish consul sends things like that up, it doesn't just doesn't impact the people who live inside Hoyoke. This is going to draw people from all over the, the Northeast to come and see exactly what's going on. And I'm, I'm really excited to, to work with these different organizations. Um, Gateway City Arts, they, they've been uh, phenomenal uh, to work with. And I'm very grateful to have them uh, help us. So um, I want to make sure I do thank uh, VTech and Gateway City Arts for all they've done for us. It's, it's an effort of the community. The opportunity to connect and exchange and enjoy the diversity of the different cultures that are here in Holyoke is a perfect way to show how the diversity that made Holyoke is still here and it has to remain as it is. And the diversity that made Holyoke is also allowing Holyoke to grow. Because as years and years go on, you know, times change, um, the different diver- amount of diversity changes, and that's o- only helping Hoyoke. It's not, a, it's not hurting Hoyoke. So Hoyoke is growing, and the Matadorosa Preservation Society wants to, to be a small part of that growth of the city of Hoyoke. Any last remarks you would like to make? I just want to thank you for having me on and uh, allowing me to share with everyone just what Mata Dolorosa is and what it's going to become. So there are different activities happening during September and all information regarding these events is posted on our website radioplasma.com so that way you can look up for these events, this information, connect with John and participate and support the preservation of Mara Dolorosa. John, thank you so much for being here with us today and for this effort to preserve Mara Dolorosa Church. Thank you. This is the Radio Plasma Podcast, and this episode was produced at the Plasma Media Lab here in the Gandhara Youth Development Center in Holyoke, Mass. I'm your producer and host, Johan Rashi Vega. Thank you for listening.